Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. Um, today, this episode is brought to you by the people over at Health IQ, um, the place that you should go to check out if you qualify for term life insurance. Um, you know, Health IQ uses science and um, data to secure, which I love because I'm a statistics teacher, not only that, and a basketball coach to see if you if you can get lower rates on your on your term life insurance. Um, you know, basically, I, I, I think the percentages are pretty good. Um, their savings, um, go over and check them out to see if you qualify and get a free quote today. Um, and then mention the, the, if you call mention BCU basketball coach unplugged or go over to healthiq.com slash BCU, um, to see if you qualify. Um, so some of you are going to be listening to this in the future. It's the day I'm, I'm doing this the day before, um, the Patriots play the Eagles. Um, so I'm not sure who has won yet because the game is not over um so hopefully you're watching that um and please go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better um especially i know a lot of you are coming up at the, at the end of the season um it's a great time to join prices are going to be increasing on the end of february early march so t- get in now <laughs> uh before we increase prices for sure and next week I, i'm not sure if next week's going to be an interview i have a bunch of stuff maybe getting ready for tournaments some of those kind of things i'm thinking of putting up um i'm going back to the going to there's a little bit of a flash to the past here um it's going to be myself and one of my assistant coaches talking about our youth program and a couple other things so i hope you enjoy this um and here we go all right coaches unplugged today's episode we really need a drum we do that be a bongo I, I, you notice I, I didn't freestyle. Ooh, do you have a bongo? I don't. Not since my you college. Seem, not since my college. You seem like, like a bongo type of, type of guy. <laughs> I, I played a bongo. I played a bongo. I should start doing stand up. So, so if you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. there are stand up comedians are worried right now. Why? They're being censored. 
politically correctness. There's comics refusing to go to colleges because they can't say what they want to say. Yeah, or make like inflammatory comments that are jokes because people take it as literal. PC police. Oh, jeez. Okay. I don't know how much time we have to do this yeah. one. All right. The best way to develop a youth basketball program. Inherit one. There you go. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like I did. That, that's always a good thing. Um, yeah, I'm going to let you run with this. I can talk about what we've done and kind of my theory with youth. And we won't you get know, into whole AU and developmental and all that yeah, stuff. No, that's, that's a different true. episode. Um, Let's just talk about how, as a as a high school coach, okay. developing a youth program. Let's talk. Let's leave it. Let's narrow it to that. Um, otherwise, we'll you and I'll. You, sure. you and I will get six different tangents, sure. I think. I would say that, one, if you want to run a successful basketball program at the high school level, you need to have a youth development system. Um, ding, 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 That ding, is yes. succinct. That is that those kids are already buying into what it means to be, in our case, a Spartan. Yes. Like, I think you instill that culture that young down. That Where community. kids grow up and they go, I want to be the next every year well it was like when i grew up I, when i grew up i went to, my parents took me to high school football games yep. and basketball games and i when i was on the playground that's when kids used to play basketball on the playgrounds mm-hmm. um i pretended to be those guys yep. that were playing mm-hmm. at that high school than more than the nba guys yeah, yeah absolutely so those are your role models those are my role models yep. i get to see them mm-hmm. i get to go root for them i mean i remember coming home in tears from baraboo and we lost sectional finals yep. And just being distraught about mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. you know, I was 13, 12. Yep. But those were my, those were the guys I that looked you look up, up to. to. Yeah. yeah. So engaging those guys back into your youth program is important. You know, we just got done with a week of camps here, and we got praise from parents. Um, and I know I had parents come specifically to talk to me about they thought the camp ran well. All of a sudden, well, it was because our players our were players, doing yes. the work. Yes. Yeah. We oversaw it. We made it run smooth, but they actually bought in. They were engaging the kids. They were right. building personal relationships. Because they remember when they were when they were that age that there were other people running. Yeah. yeah, so it's like this domino effect. Yep. So let's say you're someone that's just getting a job or yep. want to get a job. So this would be definitely part of an interview process because I remember when I got the job I'm in right now, I don't know, I had a binder this thick with everything. I still look back at it as far as, far as what I want to do with youth. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say you're starting with a pr- with a program that doesn't have anything. What would you do? Because again, I can go through the stuff that we've done, and yep. maybe I'll. Supplement so are you what asking from a skill development? Yeah, or for everything. Or from well, from everything. Because I, I think we. I befriend my elementary school teachers. Fire teachers specifically. Yep, the greatest teachers on the planet. Are you a FIA teacher? Uh, Disclaimer. Yes. Me, me, me. Yes. The degree okay. was in physical education. It was. Did uh, you get a health certification? I, I do have a health certification. You do? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't have adaptive? I don't have adaptive PE. That's correct. And why didn't you get that? <laughs> we don't need to get the details of that. Okay. This is where my nuanced personality comes back to get me a little bit. But, okay. Okay. Um, I have no problems teaching adaptive PE. You just, just don't want to go, go get the piece of paper. Okay. Absolutely. Um, but maybe now you could do it. No, that's not happening. Okay, okay. I'll stick to gym and health if I were to teach a gym. You call it gym? We still call it gym? I call it gym, and I don't really care what anyone else thinks. I, 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 I think we're supposed to call it physical education. Yeah, I know, and that's became from this new age language of 
we need to value physical education more. We this do. This is an educated We environment. do. We, we live do. in a society but where people and kids are obese. Is. I agree. But guess how they move when it's fun. You know what's fun? Gym class. Yeah, you're you know right. what's annoying? Taking a written test in gym class. You're right. When every kid, when you ask every elementary kid, what's your favorite class? Gym. 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 Or recess. Or recess. Because they get to move and have and fun, and fun and play. And yeah. play. So, Which yeah. is, we get into a whole educational we system about kindergarten yeah. is, is now second grade and kindergartners should play and all that kind of so stuff. So what but would I, I do to develop a youth program? Yes. Befriend my do? gym teachers and befriend my elementary school teachers and have a presence there. Go in and actually see those kids yep. and get them to know who I am. So elementary basis. is your first level, and then middle school is your. I'd actually probably level. go to middle first, and first. then I go to yeah, elementary. That's what I was thinking. But the goal would still be the same to cast with the broadest net that I possibly can. Yep. Your middle schoolers, especially your upper level middle schoolers, might already be, into especially something. in a big district, yeah. specialized into something. Okay. Ooh, that'd be a good topic. Talk yeah, about specialization. specialization. <laughs> so I think you, you can. We, we we could talk about specialization. So the cows come sure. home. Absolutely. So, and I actually, for the younger people, that's an expression like, for, like, like uh, the barn burner. Yeah, but it's you can look those up. Google very Wisconsin terms. Barn burner is barn burner. Yeah, like well, that was a barn burner. Yeah. I don't. Well, no, I would agree with you, but I mean, that's not a Midwestern every state, thing. Not every state is so farm friendly. Yeah, I wonder if barn burner is. That's a good question. I know bubbler is. Is distinct specifically to Wisconsin. I think it is. Like it I is. went, I remember when I went out east. Like the Dartmouth. I asked, "Where's Wisconsin. the bubbler?" And they go, "What?" In and Chicago, they, they don't use bubbler. They use water pump. Okay. Drinking fountain. I think we have a tendency to get off topic. Really good. Let's get all right. So, cats are the broadest net as possible. Yes. Your middle school, especially your upper levels, might be a touch too late. You might yeah. be too late. And that initial For an year. And that, that initial, initial year. year. I agree. Which is why fifth, sixth grade is really where I'd look to start to draw numbers up, and then at a younger age. And the younger the age, the more exploratory it should be, the more fun it should be, the more movement concept based it should be. So the ability to stop and go. Um, tag games. Yes. Sharks and Minnows is by far the most popular game you can possibly play with an elementary kid. Well, I would disagree. I think there's a more <coughs> popular game. But what, you probably can't play. Flag? You can't probably play it in a gym class. I know there's a there's one that... What? Foursquare. Oh, I've never played Foursquare. Oh, really? No. We have it's big, is it big in middle school? Is it big in middle school? Yeah, it's big in middle school, too. It's just you hit the ball in the dang squares, right? Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Like, but there's I, like Those are important things for kids yeah. because it's manipulating an It's object. like spike ball. Yeah. You heard about spike ball? Yeah, I have. I think I've, I coach volleyball, too, and I think I'm going to buy a couple. I have one at home. Like the trampolines, right? It's like a little trampoline. You, you spike it, it in. Yeah. I'll put a link on the bottom of this for this. But Shoot ball or something like that. Yeah, but it's basically a combination of four square and, and um, it's a combination of four square and volleyball. No. And it's a lot of movement, and it'd be a great fight. And if you're playing, a, it, it's agility. It's those it's agility, things. So with young kids, they're okay. gonna be able to play. So we agree. Games. We agree that we're all gonna get them together, yep. and we're yep. gonna. That's gonna be our first task. What would be your next task? So that I did that. I went out and got out to the camps to drive like, numbers up. Yep. So my one of my first things was to run a camp because yep. there was really never a camp run. I would agree. That's so priority number one. That was the number one. It took us over a year to get approval, and no one had and run camp. Did you camps do a summer camp right away? We did. That yeah. was one of my first things I did was do a summer. At camp. my high school, our head coach was my uncle as well. Ran we ran weekend a Saturday free clinic. See, that's a good idea too. It's just that's and here's the thing though. We were again we were a small, small district that had access to our high school gym whenever we wanted access to it. Yeah. Um, so I think it has to meet, the program has to meet the culture of the community. I would love to start doing that, to be honest with you. I would love to start some sort of Saturday program, because when I was in Wausau, 
that's where the WIA again, they make all these moves. Let, let us, and, and I think it's as much the Big Eight as it is the WIA. But let us practice on Sundays, because Saturdays are the off days, and then I would do youth yep. things on Saturdays, mm -hmm. and let my players have Saturdays off. And then what I would ideally do is start have practice at five o'clock on Sunday. Get them ready for the so week. Start the week. Back start up, the yeah. week thing. You know, I let them have the whole day Sunday. You know, and let them know when these Sunday Watch practices the are going to come. Yeah. And if the Packers play late, then we'd adjust or whatever. We live in Wisconsin, so obviously the Packers are like a religion. Um, well, beyond that. Well, they really are. They have a G on really their helmet, that. which stands for greatness. So they're the okay, best so you're franchise not, in all sports. Oh, they're not. Awesome. The Cubs are. But um, if losing is your thing. Oh, my God. Certainly. So this is a guess. <laughs> we're not going to get into discussion. There's very few things you talk bad. Don't talk badly about my wife, love my kids, my dog, and the Cubs. Sorry, but the Cubs reflect. And I'm not wearing a Cubs hat. Cubs, Cubs, well, we're going to save this. So let's yeah. go back to what we're doing. Yeah, I think there's multiple ways that you do that camp. To reach out. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I agree. Okay. Um, I think you have to involve the parents. You yes. have to because they become the ones that end up running. Well, they're the, the ones system. that coach, too. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. And it has to be important to them, and they have to have a, uh, a say in what's going on, or at least feel that they're having a stake right. in this whole process. It's like our youth program where and we have the... Yeah, yeah. Your, yeah, your parents are the majority of the ones that are doing the coaching. Coaching, yep. Um, and I think you should have something in place to help educate them as well about proper drills or what you want to be teaching or right. maybe help educate them a little bit on how to become a coach. Um, and you want to build positive relationships there to me because those families are always going to be in the program. Like that's Right, and the thing is it might be one family that has three kids sure. too and they come through and through. Um, so engaging them I is, think is, very important. is as important as getting that camp. I think, I think getting the kids in your gym to see your teams play as they Absolutely. Because it goes back to what we were talking about before. That's, you know... Yep. It starts with the organization. It starts with learning skills. It, you know, what, what, you know, maybe you're a zone coach. Well, <coughs> then you better teach them the way that you want that zone taught. Or maybe you, yep. like, pressure the whole game. Or whatever it is, depending on where you coach, that has to be implemented, you know. Yeah, I, I would along. say. Zone's probably a bad example for I you. I think, and maybe you'll disagree with me on this. I don't think you will. I think you need to wait a little bit later to go specific to the program. Well, I think it's, I think it's more of a middle school thing. It's yeah. more of a 7th and 8th grade thing. And I would say upper middle school yeah, thing. Yeah, 7th and 8th grade, yeah. I agree. I Depending think, on middle school, some middle yeah. schools are ninth graders. I think the high, younger kids need to learn how to play the basics of the game. But they need to learn the basics. I would never teach a young kid anything other than man-to-man. -man. You, and, you and I agree that kids play too much. Yes. You and I agree that... And they play too much of one thing. They do. And I, that's why my son right now is went to camp, basketball camp this morning, and now he's playing tennis, then he went, played golf yesterday, he's doing all the different things that he you know, yep, likes to do. Life lessons, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but it goes back to being able to um, do multiple things well. Mm -hmm. you know. And then at the younger ages, it's important to, I'm getting back to the point because I forgot what I was going to say there. I'm getting back to, um, in their fifth grade, they should have three practices, one game. That ratio should be... You know, even with my son, he's 13, I try to have, I try to at least work him out twice for every game he has, which mm -hmm. is a little bit harder because he's playing AAU. But I think that development is super, super important. I think it's why he can shoot the ball pretty well. Mm -hmm. Is because that development has to, and his dribbling isn't good, as good as it needs to be. Yeah. So the repetition, you learn things by games, mm -hmm. but. Well, you apply them in the game. But, but for a youth program, you really need to teach skill development. Absolutely. Yes. I think that's the most important thing. 
And, and the one you did with Drew on YouTube, which yeah. we'll put on the bottom, which is like 35 minutes, is awesome. Mm -hmm. People love it. It's 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 a little bit of agility. It's a little bit of ball handling. It's a little bit of attacking. We're gonna add to that, but I think that's the stuff that people need to work on. Yep. In my opinion, yep. um, more than going and playing. The parents love to go and play in Texas and play twelve games or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know unless you're elite, elite, and even there, I don't think it's yeah, necessarily. Yeah, this actually became happen. a critique of the American youth soccer system as well, where too many they, games. They didn't teach enough skill. Everyone was focused on like this the strategy of the gameplay right. as opposed to developing any on-ball skills. You can't and dribble. What, yeah, so kids, we get wiped out by international competition, so the focus needed to be more on developing skills and less concerned with wins, losses in these tournaments, pseudo right. tournaments right. at a young age. Because nobody cares. Who cares? Yeah. 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 Who really cares? Yeah. Um, and that was, pre, that was probably pre-Wesley as far as the AU. It was kind of starting with him. But even our 2011 team, you know... Were we winning all this tournament? No, but you can still win the thing. You can still win a state yeah. tournament um, doing that. So I, I agree. I think organization, I think parents, I think I think having a board like we have yeah. where you have both head coaches, both the boys and girls. You maybe, in our case, have the athletic director. You have some of those things. We have somebody that runs it that's not a parent. Um, so you have a board like a, like a, a corporation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or a public entity like the school, uh, school, which also has a board, board of elected yes. school, officials. School board, yeah, yes. Yeah, so um, and we have elected officials too for ours. But and then that works through. You know, you, you got to figure out uniforms. You got to figure out yep. balls. You got to figure out how much practice you're gonna, how much you can charge them. All those things. One person can't do that. No, certainly. I, and, and, and even if you're in a small town, I can't imagine one person no. wanting to do it and being able to do it. No, yeah. yeah. The one person that needs to be involved at every level is the head coach. Yeah. To some degree. And but the boys, they, the boys, the boys and girls. Run it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we are can't run it because we're busy. Yeah. yeah, no, they're not doing the actual running. And again, that's why parents are so important in this process because they're the ones that end up doing that. Well, you know, the and ones, those other things are like logistics to me. Those... You manage as they come up. Right. The jerseys, the getting the basketball. But all that stuff is not, it's nonstop. You have to do You that. have to have someone yeah. be able to do that. And, and have some head, foresight on And a head coach can't do it. No, you don't have the time to do it. I mean, I go to board meetings once a month, mm -hmm. and I sit in, but I, if I had to do. The day-to-day. -day. I couldn't. Yeah. I mean, because I'm worried about our guys the in the team. gym Absolutely. and what we're going to run and how we're going to attack that yeah. and how we're going to adjust the two 18-minute halves mm -hmm. and. All that kind of stuff. That's what I have to deal with. So, yeah. um, anything else with you? No, I just think that it's crucial. I think it's vital, and I think it builds the culture and the expectations. If you want to win, you got to have a youth yeah, program of what your team is going to do. And it and and it can't become a monster. You mean that the, the youth program outruns the program yes. itself? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have more attention than the actual program. Yeah. Whereas eventually, yeah, it's like the AAA. Yep, but every good program's had a youth program. It doesn't matter if you're D one or D five. Yeah, in our in our league, it goes D one to D five. Yeah. yeah, anywhere in the you, you know, have state. to have it, or you're not going to compete on a year in year out basis. You'll have a team that comes through, but you won't have one year. It year. won't be a consistent thing. I agree. Perfect. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, that was that was taped. That this is a rewind episode. Like I told you, the Super Bowl's jumping on here. Um. So I, I apologize for the quality of the audio. It's not going to be quite as good as it normally is. Um, so I hope you enjoy it. We're going to have another one uh, with Coach Slumkis and I. We're going to talk about the difference, our, our kind of philosophies versus um, a man versus zone defense, which I think you'll really enjoy. Um, and then when you get a chance, go over, and we'll put it down in the show notes, go over and check out Health IQ. 
um, healthiq.com slash BCU. See if you qualify. Everybody, you know, again, everybody I believe should have life term life insurance. Um, I wouldn't do these ads unless I believed in, you know, I think everyone should take care of themselves. I think everyone should join teachhoops.com because I think it's a great resource and a great community. This, I'm not selling something I don't, I don't believe in. Um, you know, I believe that everyone should have term life insurance to, to protect themselves and their, their families moving forward. Um, so go over and check it out, healthiq.com slash BCU. Go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. We would also love subscribes and likes and reviews, especially those five-star reviews. We sure love those. Um, so here we go. We're, Coach Slumpkiss and I talking about man versus zone defense. Hope you enjoy it. I'm Coach Unplug. On this episode, we were laughing because we were telling a joke, weren't yeah. we? Yeah. <laughs> it was an Anchorman joke. It was. It was. And it would probably not be appropriate for this podcast. It's true. Yes. <laughs> so, let's pick one. You want me to pick? You? I don't think you've picked one. I have how, not picked how one. How about you pick one? Here, I'll... You, you pick one. And then you read it, because I don't know if that's happening. Ooh, lucky number two. Charles Woodson's number. My favorite athlete of all time. I like zero. As a number? There's no, yeah, as a, yeah, because then you, no one's better than me. Like the zero kind of like, yeah. Who invented the zero um, in math? Ooh, that's a good question. You should know this. Oh, okay. I should. I think the Greeks. I don't think it was the Greeks. I think it was, uh. Who would it have been? I think it was in. Somebody Google that for us. Yeah, I think it was the, the Arabs. Ooh, it could have been. I think it was. Could have been. Wait, I, wait, I will see. find out that for you. Yeah, you're the I math will. teacher. You should I, know this. I will. This is a good one, actually. Uh, which do you prefer, man or zone defense? Uh, would, you, would you like me to lead out? Yeah, you could lead out on that this one. This is a simple one for me. Because uh, I think you're a bit biased on this one. I'm a lot biased on this one because I like to win. It's, <laughs> it's man defense. Um, hands down, not even close. Um from an intensity standpoint, from ability to scheme, meets the your opposing team, uh, to teach fundamentals of the game, I would take man-to-man defense all day, every day. Are you done? I am done. <laughs> okay, so, so I like zone is so. I don't. No, no. I like man too. I love man. If if I had some of the teams I've always had in the past, absolutely, I'd play man the whole game if I can. But sometimes I don't think people have the talent or the ability to do that, first of all. Because I think it takes more to run that, effectively. Um, So, yes, I agree man is probably the best, but man doesn't always work. Um, If you are predictable, uh, that causes problems. Yeah, it's easier to beat. Final, Final four. Final game. You're saying Wisconsin was predictable. I'm not saying that. You can say that if you like. I'm not. I'm just saying that some of those right. ball screens. The ball probably. screen defense was a little predictable. Yeah. So um, maybe better they weren't going to run zone, but you know, I think change is not necessarily bad. I agree. And I think change. I actually think change is really good. Right. Um, so that's but your why changeup doesn't have to be to his zone. But I think it can be effective when it's to his zone. I agree. I I, I do. I mean, I, I think Jim, Jim Bayman won a lot of games because he has the kind of athletes that can play a 2-3 zone mm-hmm. as well as a lot of teams play man. Yeah. Um, I, I, so I think change is good. I think 
being predictable is not good. Uh, I think it's it's you have to have the man fundamentals before you have are able to to effectively do a zone defense. But once you have the man principles down, and you know how to run a good man. I think it's effective running a zone. At th- times, yeah, I think it can be absolutely. Um, I mean, there, there was times certainly in the season where it benefited us to play zone against certain teams. Yeah, and I think you don't know how to shoot from the outside, or you don't like this kind of change, or. You know, in our last game, we probably should have played some zone. We all we played all man. Yeah. In retrospect. Um, so, what was the exact question again? Which do you prefer, man or zone? I prefer man. So I think we agree on that. Yeah. But I don't think you go all the way and say it should just be man. Okay. No. I would. I mean, no. I you're mean, more. You're like ninety-five. Yeah. And I'm like seventy. I would stay man as long time. as I can. The only time I would switch up to a zone is if. One schematically, it really, really does benefit you. It to might, play that it way. Might, but it might help you follow wise too. It could. I'm just a little okay. persistent with needing to play man-to-man defense, and I actually don't buy the argument that you have to have a certain talent level to play man defense. I think we've proven that in the state of Wisconsin throughout its glorious history of basketball that man defense wins Wisconsin teams games with lesser athletes, but knowing how to play as a unit, as a whole unit. Right, but I think you can do that. I, I would, I would, I would agree with that. But I also think that the zone part, you know, I, and the thing is, it's a little different. I'm talking about the high school level sure. than more of the college level. Yeah. If I was a college coach, I would be 99 percent or 95 percent man. It would be, but I'm a high school coach, and I don't think I don't think high school kids adjust well as well to zones sometimes as you know you're dealing with elite athletes at the college, Division One college level. Well, some programs are, yeah. Yeah, for the most part. Um, so I think that's why that most of them don't press. Yeah. Because they're so good that it's not effective. I think pressing is a good thing at the high school level, too. A zone press is a good thing to throw at people, um, to turn them over, to get easy baskets, to do those kind of things. Sure. I 100% believe you have to be able to change the tempo of the game. And, um, and zone allows you think, to do that yeah, easier. I, I only have them for so. four. I do. I only have them for four months. If I had them all year, and I, I had them in the gym in the fall, and I had them in the gym in the spring, and I had them in the gym all summer, and I was able to work on just our stuff, yes, then I would be a hundred percent on your board. But I don't, so I can use zone to slow pace. I can use zone to change things up. It can be a tool in the toolbox. So you don't think it's easier to teach? We'll just throw this out as an example. A Pac-Man principle is your base defense, which is everyone's under the three-point line stop and dribble penetration. Teaching them to phase out into a more aggressive, denying up on line, up the line, uh, no help responsibilities, you're playing man all over. Yep. Um, I think you're going to have And to the point where you could run and jump even in the half court. And those are just three man variations. I think it's In the half court. Yeah. I think it's easier to teach that as a progression than to have three different zones to do that, accomplish that same thing, if that makes sense to you. It does. The zone I, think... I liked was our matchup. That's the only zone I really enjoy. Um, and at the high school level, I'll say a 1 3 1 if you have length. I think you can trap the court. I think a 3 2 can work well. But I also think a, a full court pressure can work really well at the high school level, especially when you're on the 84 foot floor. Mm-hmm. Throwing a diamond in one, throwing a two-two. I mean, it can you can slow pace and going back to what you said. So I'm going to throw your argument back at you. Bring it, it. It's my <laughs> that, argument that 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 maybe even in the full court, 
if you do like a 2-2-1, two, two, mm-hmm. full court press, that can really slow teams down. Okay. The old Janesville Craigs of the world, um, you know, in the 80s and 90s were able to do that really effectively. There's just slow pace. Mm-hmm. I think you can do that easier in a 2-2-1 two, two, zone than you can in a man. Yeah, I would agree, because all that's going to happen in the man is you're going to get to that point guard and clear it up. Right. Yeah. So there's where a place, so maybe we find a, a yeah, common ground where we, where we agree. Mm-hmm. I just think at the high school level, you're not dealing with maybe, you're not normally dealing with five collegiate basketball players. You're maybe dealing with two. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe one, maybe none. Yeah. So I agree with the progression you're talking about man-wise, but I think a zone, both in the half court and the full court, can do some of those things in a shorter period of time. Okay. We can agree to disagree on that, but... Yeah, no, I, I think there's a time and a place, I would say that. I think we would both agree, though, that you can't teach that as your base defense. No. And, and the, my big knock is that it makes players lazy. Yeah, I would agree with I that. I think they play out of stances. I don't play, think they play with as much intensity. Um, I think zones can become cop-outs, is what I think. Well, I think zones um, below ninth grade should never be taught ever. Yeah. Because it's just a gimmick to win games? It is a gimmick to win games. And, um, you know, I see it out on the circuit, and it's fine. And I've I've been guilty of doing it because we're going against somebody that's so far superior to us. Or you're in foul trouble. Or you're in foul trouble. But, I mean, when you see these eight-year-olds running a 2-3 zone, you just literally want to go outside and scream. Yeah. What are you accomplishing? Ah, what are you doing? You're You're not helping their progression to what we talked about. You're not teaching them the steps that it takes to be a high school or a collegiate high basketball player. So I wouldn't say we probably have more common ground than... Yeah, I think we both prefer man to his zone. Absolutely. And we would both agree that there's a time to play. Yes. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. Please go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, like I said, the prices are going to be increasing. I think it will be a great thing for you and your staff. And um, we're going to, like I said, prices are going to be increasing so I can can hire some people to help me um it's it's growing and that's that's a great thing because a lot of coaches out there helping other coaches so i'm going over and check it out www.teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better have a great week sports social podcast network it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.